So nice to be able to take that off, isn't it? I'm so sorry that you can't. <laughs> but um, we're praying this through, aren't we? And I'm sure we're all looking to days, better days, light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm really longing for those days. They're not far away. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else as churches, as the people of God, will do to make the most of this, that new expression of freedom as we can again reach out, knock on people's doors and just say, hey, can I pray with you? We've missed you. God loves you. Uh, we're continuing our series in the book of Acts and um, chapter 14 and verse 21 till the end of the chapter. <clears throat> I have to apologize if my thinking and my notes are a little bit sketchy this morning. Um, I've just been sharing with a couple of people this morning. Uh, my wife and I have just become foster carers and we have had a child in our care for uh, a couple of months now and he is an absolute handful. <laughs> And I am the shiny new toy. He's never had a father. So he will follow me everywhere. And I can't escape from his attention. So I do apologize. And I hope you love me enough to accept my failings this morning. But I pray that what I share will be something of God, not my words, but something fresh and vibrant, challenging and encouraging from the Holy Spirit himself. That's why we're here together. So this is what Luke writes in this next saga in Paul and Barnabas's life. They preached the gospel in that city, that's Derby, and won a large number of disciples. Then they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and then Antioch, strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God, they said. Paul and Barnabas appointed elders for them in each church, and with prayer and fasting, committed them to the Lord, in whom they had put their trust. After going through Pisidia, they came into Pamphylia, Pamphylia beg your pardon. and when they had preached the word in Perga, they went down to Atalia. From Atalia, they sailed back to Antioch, where they had been committed to the grace of God for the work they had now completed." On arriving there, they gathered the church together and reported all that God had done through them and how he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. And they stayed there a long time with the disciples. These verses are actually really exciting. And if I don't get to the end of my notes and our time runs out, I want to, as a closing comment, give it to you now. We, as the people of God, have to be excited and really grateful for what took place in these days, in these places, because the door to the Gentiles suddenly became open. What does that mean to us? We found Christ, and this is where it all began. So it's really exciting, it's really encouraging. Very, very quick overview, because you've obviously gone through verses preceding this, Paul and Barnabas had been away from home in Antioch for several months. They had journeyed from Antioch in Syria to this city, Derby, which is in our modern-day Turkey. During this first missionary trip, Paul and Barnabas had faced all kinds of trials and tribulations and persecution and opposition which you have looked at previously. You remember how John Mark, who had accompanied them, now had abandoned them on this missionary journey. And in Lystra, they, they were actually worshipped at one point as gods. And then suddenly the crowd turned. Paul was stoned and he was left for dead. 
And so when we come to verse 21, where we began this morning, it really is an insightful verse. Because we read here, in this place, there they preached the gospel and made many disciples. And so you would expect from that, being in the place of God's blessing, why, Paul, why, Barnabas, are you now going back home? Stay. God is blessing. And can I just say, if you are in the place of God's blessing, which I pray and hope you are in your faith, in your home, in your work, in your church, if you are in the place of God's blessing, enjoy the experience. Sometimes God will stir us up and he will move us on. But sometimes we actually remove ourselves from the place of God's blessing and things are not quite the same. Here, God was at work, he was blessing, but the decision made by Paul and Barnabas was, okay, now we know we need to leave. We have to go back to our hometown of, of Antioch. But this is the interesting bit. They did that, they made their return journey via all the places they had visited on their way up to Derby. Now that is quite interesting. Now I believe they backtracked because these were cities where they had evangelized. But in their minds, in their hearts, they knew they had only done part of that great commission. Do you remember the great commission? Go out and make disciples. They, on their way out, had won converts to Christ. On the way back, they were going to bring these converts closer to the Lord. They were going to leave them in a better place. That's discipleship. That's them fulfilling the words of the Great Commission. And that is a challenge for us. It's lovely. There's nothing like it when we see somebody coming to Christ, trusting him, giving him the whole of their life and being and soul and making that decision for Christ. But part of the commission is don't leave them there. They need to grow. Let's get about making disciples and discipling each other. I found in my Christian faith that discipleship has started, but it certainly hasn't ended. And there are people, my mentors, people around me who I work with spiritually, who are still discipling me. It goes on and on. I'm so glad about that because I'm not left high and dry. So in verse 21, Paul and Barnabas, they gather together courage. They would need that because they're going to go back the way they'd come. So they were going to face opposition. They were going to go back and face dangers. These were the experiences that they had already faced. To them, it was like re-entering the lion's den, but they were committed to doing it. They would do it for the sake of these new Christians and these new churches that they had founded. They were willing to face these dangers. Now, as they travel... As they teach, they have in their hearts a four-step plan to leave with these churches, these young disciples. The first thing is this. They would build up, or another word for that is strengthen, these new Christians. Verse 22, strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. It's a little story. A group of tourists were visiting a, a picturesque village. And they walked by an old man sitting on a bench. And uh, in a rather patronising kind of way, one of the tourists asked the man, were there any great men born in this village? And the old man replied, no, only babies. Profound answer. Love the point. 
I thought that was great. Paul and Barnabas return to these churches again because they are full of newborn babies. And of course, if we've had families, we know what that's all about. They need care. They need love. They need nurturing. They need direction. They need help. They need support. They need all of these things. And spiritually, that's where they were. And if these new Christians were to become great men and women of God, they would need to be built up or strengthened in their faith. Remember, they were disadvantaged. These were days where there were no conferences. They didn't have the benefit of a Bible school. No online teaching aids. They didn't have the benefit of the New Testament. 